Building Arizona, a podcast about the people that fill this great state of ours. From general contractors, subcontractors, suppliers, and anyone we run into that has something to do with the process of building. Now, here's your host, Mike Coberly. Hello, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining me today on the show. Uh, it's been a while since we did a podcast uh, with all this craziness that's going on. Um, with this uh, coronavirus stuff. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but uh, it's kind of wreaking havoc on a lot of stuff. But uh, decided to get back at it and uh, had a real good friend of mine uh, on the show, Bill George. Known him since high school. Pretty funny dude. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. He's an awesome, awesome guy. Kind of work with him. Uh, he owns a, uh, a demolition company. They do grading and drainage and build pads. And they, he uh, actually just acquired a uh, tree nursery. So uh, super good show. Hope you guys enjoy it. I did. He did. I think. No, I'm pretty sure he did. But uh, yeah. Anyways, enjoy. All right, Bill. We're live. How are you doing? Doing good, Mike. How good. Are to, you? I'm great. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. Yeah, appreciate it. Man. It's been uh, it's been a while since uh, we've actually talked about you coming on, but uh, I know it's busy and all that. But uh, much appreciated. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we've talked about it for a few years. So. Yeah, so I'm glad you made it. Right on. Right on. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, what's up? Tell. Uh, Obviously, this is just a, for people to kind of get to know you. So, uh, just like to start off with uh, who you are and what you do. Uh, okay, uh, Bill George. Uh, I own Bill George's Demolition and Grading. Um, uh, we specialize in custom home demo and building certified pads, and grading and drainage, and uh, mostly there in Arcadia, Paradise Valley, um, Scottsdale. Um, just kind of where the work is. That's where we go. Yeah, it seems like you've been pretty busy. Oh, blessed beyond belief. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've worked for a few different people who have used you, and it's uh, pretty amazing to watch. It's like, fun. It's a lot of fun. It is. For, I'm sure you're used to it, but anytime I see you guys going to demo a house, it's pretty exciting. It is. It's, it's fun when in uh, a few hours you can completely destroy what it takes six months to build. At least six months. Yeah. And these houses that have been there... Some people think about it a little different, you know, like, oh, why would you tear down that house? It's been there for 50 years or whatever, but I think it's pretty cool. I th it's a blast. It's fun to do. Um, I got a great crew of guys. and uh, I can uh, attest to that. They're, they're good peeps. Yeah. They yeah. know what they're doing, and there's definitely a science to it. There is a science to it. Yeah, it's and crazy. You can, be, um, you can have the best attitude, the best plans. Um, you can have the greatest customers. But if you don't have the right staff, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've probably gone through, oh, wow, in the last uh, seven years, I've probably gone through uh, 250, 300 guys. Does that have anything to do with you being a hairy hard ass? <laughs> no, I, just kidding. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely more um, patient than uh than i used to be but yeah. you know but you're still old school like me oh fuck yeah yeah, yeah um speaking of old school and school yeah 
I mean, I don't know how many people know this, but uh, you and I went to high school together. That's right. Yeah. Trevor Brown. Yep. Bruins. <laughs> 89, baby. <laughs> yep. And uh, following our graduation is, you know, technically when you got this thing going, correct? Well, no, actually, remember in, in high school. Yeah, you do I, stuff on the... Yeah, I had the, the, the pickup truck and the trailer hauling trash at 16. Always working. You know what we found the other day was my, my very first uh, company... Uh, uh, shirt. It's actually a jacket. Nice. And uh, yeah, Bill's hauling. Nice. Uh, oh, wow, it was eight four six six two zero three. Yeah, I remember you were always doing something. Yeah. Along with me, I'd get work from my dad. Would kind of give me some jobs after school, and right. it just seemed like you and I were always trying to make a buck. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. It was fun. It was you know, fun. Grow up in the West Side. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> you, there's two ways to make it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, uh, not, yeah, not too many people know our pain yeah. of, uh, growing up back in that, uh, I mean, even back then it was pretty bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. But fun. Like I had, a, I loved Trevor Brown. So did I. Yeah. We got, got along with everybody. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's groups of people that obviously hated each other. Sure. That's normal. We were never involved in that. Yeah. No, we, I was we, friends with everybody. Yeah. 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 It was a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. Absolutely. But uh, after graduating, uh, you just you kind of stuck with that and just kept growing it. And yeah. After graduation, I went to the Air Force Reserves. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm honorably discharged. Nice. Um, uh, it was just a reservist. I had a, a pretty difficult time. Uh, failure to adapt uh, was a term that was used. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I am honorably honorably discharged, but I'm not sure how honorably i served i was in about a year and a half did you go anywhere or no i, no. I was just a reserve oh okay i struggled with the one weekend a month. <laughs> <laughs> well at least you did something yeah, yeah that's cool um and then uh bought a dump truck and uh, actually my uncle charlie let me use one of his bobcats because he had a, a big steel company here in town oh that's when i first started driving bobcats about 12 13 years old um setting columns and stuff for uh my uncle's company for my tom Oh, uh, steel columns for yeah, st carports. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and uh, and then yeah, end up buying a dump truck or buying a bobcat. And um, I yeah. mean, yeah, after high school, like we didn't talk much. Like you were doing your thing, I was doing my thing. So I don't really know. And again, this is why I like doing these type of shows is to find out what have what you've been up to, other than talking and telling stories. That's why the other day I'm like, stop talking. Let's save this for the show. <laughs> uh. Like your car wash story, that's this thing is just, I'll never forget that day. It was just funny. Yeah, it's yeah. funny guy. I think you're funny at what I amuse you. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I'm very fortunate. Uh, so my dad and my stepdad and my mom are all very close mm -hmm. friends that's and have good. been for like 50 years. Yeah. Uh, my dad, Bob, taught me um, a lot of business um, background. He was always had a self-employed and had different businesses my dad tom um also uh, had a steel business during uh, junior high school and part of high school uh, so i worked for him some summers um but he really he he taught me how to uh, work work yeah you know my physically dad, my dad taught me the business size and side and tom taught me how to uh, the ethics yeah Nice. Work, work and then of course the ethics fall under you know i, I am a christian i yep. cuss like a sailor yeah. um, but we we do try <laughs> to um you know every job you do you do it like you're doing it for christ mm -hmm. uh, doesn't mean i don't lose my cool and haven't fired a whole bunch of people 
but uh, you know it happens. As, as Christians, we're yeah, we're not supposed to be doormats, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's the, and, and then it grew and grew up until um, yeah, actually it grew. I, I never had more than two trucks, a couple tractors, three or four guys, um, up until I started company back up again. Uh, you know, in '06 is when I got hurt. Yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, crazy story. Um, I was chained down a Bobcat. You know, on the 202 where that um, stone company is, right? Uh, I think it's east of Scottsdale Road, right off the 202 freeway. Right at, on the north side yeah. of the 202, there's yeah. a stone company. So right in front of there, there's uh, I was parked, mm-hmm. and there was some lots that I was cleaning some concrete up out of. And uh, were you by yourself? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, by myself. So you get in a habit of uh, doing things the way I'd load a tractor, chain it down, and you know, because you'd do it, you know, back then I'd do it two or three, four times a day. My work was much different. And, uh, you know, I'd tear out a driveway or haul a load off and then go to the next job and haul a couple loads off and go to the next job. So uh, it became very ergonomic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I was chained down the tractor with the old school boomers. Yeah. And uh, I think what happened was the pipe slipped. So you had a, you were cranking on it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do remember seeing the Chevy truck coming oh at me. God. Um, my next memory, I got like picture memories of that, of that time. That's crazy. Uh, I, I remember seeing a Chevy. Um, I remember the, the feeling of, oh shit, that's going to hurt. Um, like, like my back, uh-huh. like that's going to my back hurts, like type sensation. And then, um, then I, I you know, like, you, you know, you get co-cocked and you're, you're out of it, but you're trying to get up. And there's two guys standing over me saying, you know, one of them was saying, don't move. We just ran you over. Oh my god! And uh, I, I didn't lose consciousness. I told them where my phone was. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I had them. But it call. happened really fast. Oh yeah, it was like that quick. And um, they called. They made the phone call. I believe they called my my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you know, I remember the paramedics showing up, and you know, maybe in typical Bill George fashion, I remember telling the paramedics to settle down mm-hmm. they were moving so fast. It uh-huh. was, you know, settle down. Uh, you know, God already told me I'm gonna be okay, but you need to settle down. Yeah. And um, and then after the ambulance got there, um, I, I don't really remember very much uh, for about a week. So uh, no one to this date really like explained what happened. No, the guys who ran me over, um, they told 911 that I had fallen off my trailer, um, which is not true. Uh huh. Because you were on the ground, uh, yeah, chaining I mean, it I'd, down. I had already, you know, the. Yeah, I drive the tractor up, run the chain through the bucket to the passenger side, climb off the passenger side, hook that chain up, go to the back of the trailer, pull it through one of the hooks, throw it to the other side, flip the left ramp, flip the right ramp, and I was uh, chaining up the back end of it. So I knew exactly. Yeah, where you were it was. walking around. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, three or so weeks after the accident, we actually went back to the scene and knew exactly where I was parked. And the the funny story, you know, I'm a Ford guy, mm-hmm. so Tom. Uh, ironically was uh, working like on 44th Street and Thomas and they took me to uh, Scottsdale Osborne so Tom was the first one that showed up and um, they were I was in the I was, I was in the emergency room but I wasn't in a room yet I mean there's people working around me but he came up and asked me what happened mm-hmm. I don't remember saying this but this is what Tom says I said I, I told him I got uh, ran over by a fast moving Chevy <laughs> thank God it wasn't a Ford or it killed me <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something you would say right, right. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, so then I don't remember much for about a week. Really? And then... Um, but in your, like, so you're cranking on something, you know, with some leverage trying to chain this thing down, and it's, you think it slipped and you flew out into the street? That's the only thing I can figure because... Um, uh, I mean, they didn't intentionally probably swerve no, over. No, I don't or? think they intentionally swerved over. I, I know somewhere in the reports they were looking for an address. They said they were oh. looking for an address. Um, the road was like 53 feet wide, um, and they were headed, uh, they were headed uh, east, and I was parked on the south side of the road, so they were closest to me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't really, you know, just no. The lawyer, one of the lawyers, explained it best. Is uh, he thinks what happened is I, I fell back on my butt, and when I fell on my butt, that's when the bumper of the truck hit my head here. <clears throat> hit your head. Yeah. And it popped my head hard to the uh, left. Oh, my God. And uh, so that's why I have the, the C4 to T2 um, cervical spine and upper thoracic injuries. Wow. And uh, just from the, the pop of the neck. God. But when it popped me, it also rolled me over. And when it rolled me over, the truck came up over this shoulder and drove across the back, and it exited out the arm. The reason we know that is um, uh, the tire tread the bruise of the tire tread was bruised into my back. Oh, my gosh. So I, I fractured a, a T10, 11, 12, and broke some ribs. I mean, that had to have been pretty, uh, it's just a, It's kind of a sad story. It just seems, yeah. you know. I mean, you're lucky to be alive. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. And uh, it just seems like, you know, one day you're just this freaking Hell, I was Dude. excited. I was going home early. Oh, I, I didn't want to haul any more off out of this yard, and I thought, shit, I'm going home early. Oh, my God. But um, How long were you in the hospital? So I was at Scottsdale Osborne about a week, and then they moved me to uh, a rehab hospital out on the uh, far west side of town, like 67th Avenue. In How old were you? Uh, 35. Wow, young. Yeah. And I screwed up at the re rehab hospital. Um. You screwed up at the rehab hospital. I did. Well, I did. <laughs> okay, well, I wait for this one. So I, I'm on drip morphine, mm -hmm. and I had a list of things I needed to do that I had the doctor write or the nurse. Somebody wrote it on the, the whiteboard at the foot of the wall, and uh, it was like ride a bike for 45 minutes, um, you know, shit, shower, shave, uh, walk around, make a bed, <laughs> um, <laughs> daily living. Yeah. Okay. And, um, get back to life. Right. And, uh, they said, well, you know, I asked doc, how long am I going to be here for? And, um, you know, he said probably eight to 12 weeks. And, uh, Whoa. yeah. And I was like, yeah, no freaking so. way. So I got there on a Tuesday and I was done with everything, um, by Friday morning. So I went home Friday. Wow. I was only there for three days, which was the huge mistake. Yeah. They sent me home with, uh, some weak ass Percocet. Uh -huh. You know, by like Saturday night, you know, we're calling people from the church. <laughs> so yeah. if they got any, <laughs> yeah, any drugs. pain pills they yeah. can share. Um, so, yeah. Oh, it's uh, just yeah. a life-changing thing. Oh, baby. I mean. Completely. I'm thinking one minute you're just a this guy, this freaking dude. Yeah. And you're in the hospital for, or you're just, oh, man. It, it was, sucks. <clears throat> it sucks that you'd never think that would happen to you. I mean, you could have. Passed away. I should have died. Yeah. I should have died. The doctors, um, you know, the, the rib cage should have collapsed and punctured my lungs or punctured my heart. The esophagus should have collapsed. Well, I think it punctured your heart. You don't, <laughs> you don't have a heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
something happened. <laughs> yeah, right. I think he peeled out when he ran over your heart. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> Well, it was a Chevy. Right, that was mean. It Sorry. was a Chevy. They can't peel out. Oh, that's true. So, okay, good. Um, yeah, it's just because uh, I knew nothing about it until I reconnected with you. Right. And I was like, what? Yeah. Crazy. It's so crazy. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I sold the company. Because you couldn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I sold the company in uh, July of 06. That mm-hmm. happened May 2nd of 06. Wow. Yeah, sold the sold the company in July. And then, um, <clears throat> you know life happens um who'd you sell it or just you sold the I, I name sold and it, everything yeah or? i sold the whole the, the whole company the name the phone number um can't remember the guy's name it's probably good right now because we're on the air and the fucker still owes me 30 grand oh yeah uh, yeah but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's listening <laughs> i doubt it yeah um yeah he's uh, uh anyways yeah sold the company um uh was uh uh, uh spent uh, about five years on a ton of medication and uh, discovered some things like eating according to your blood type, which clearly I'm not doing because yeah. I should stay away from carbohydrates. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're on the air, so I sound 30 pounds lighter. Um, and uh, exercising quite a bit. And a couple other things, you know, uh, God directed me to the fact that um, you can develop uh, what's called opiate-induced pain syndrome. Yeah, you told me about that. It's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, so you're on a lot of opiates. You take it, aggravates it. But uh, in five years, I figure I took 25,000 pain pills. That's Yeah, my youngest daughter, Julia, we were walking out one day with the lunch bag full for the month of pills. And, you know, she was younger and didn't understand numbers too well. But she's like, man, Daddy, I bet you've taken 1,000 pills. And uh, I figured it up. It was like twenty five thousand. That's nuts. So I'm um, I quit, <clears throat> quit cold turkey. I remember. Yeah, I and can't believe that. It's had such no withdrawal. An epidemic. Yeah. For people that yeah. ha, you know that that no fault of their own. No. They you, you, they get in this cycle addiction. Addiction. Yeah. And you're like a lot of people don't look around and realize that this is bad for you and right. stop. Well, it, it, because the doctor gives it to you, you yeah. think it's okay. Right. And, and that's a, a terrible. And then. Quitting, like some people want to quit just cold turkey, but it just doesn't do it. You could die from quitting. Yes. Yeah, and you go into these weird chemically. Oh, yeah, schizophrenia sure. and multiple personalities. Yeah. And yeah, when, um, like I was telling you, I quit, and about three months after I quit, they called me in to do a drug test. and I didn't think about it, but they thought I was doing street drugs. Yeah, and um, yeah, I like what you said. <laughs> Why would I do street drugs? I get this stuff for free. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. But I paid eight times the amount and just go. Instead yeah. Of, yeah, that's crazy. And uh, so then I, I actually I, I did a <clears throat> I did an aptitude test two or three times after I got ran over because, you know, I was making good money. Um, and then all of a sudden I was making no money. Mm-hmm. And um, the right arm didn't work very good for quite a while. And uh, so I, I did a couple of aptitude tests that said I'd be a, a good uh, insurance salesman. And I thought, right. And then it said I, I'd be a... Like I can't a, see you as an insurance salesman, right? sorry. Right, I know. And, and then it said I'd be a good, uh, uh, like, policeman uh, or a security guard. Mm-hmm. And a couple more years of, uh, you know, struggling to uh, splurge for a, a little Caesar's pizza, um, I took it again. And it said I'd be a good insurance salesman i thought you got to be kidding me come yeah, on yeah and then it was like a private detective and the other two i could see were, you doing that yeah the other two were were law based mm-hmm. but um you know with one arm that didn't work very good i couldn't be a comma cop and so uh believe it or not i became an insurance salesman oh 
How long, how, how long did that last? Um, about 16 months. <laughs> really? Yeah. Affleck loved me. Really? Oh, yeah. I went. I won every trip you could win. I won every award you could win. Really? Yeah. yeah good for you. Yeah. What, what, was it, what, what did you like or didn't like? Um, I didn't much like any of it. <laughs> 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 Tell you the truth, I, I really didn't. I mean, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm a, uh, well, I'm in shorts now, but I'm pretty much a boots and jeans guy. And, sure. You know, they want you to dress nice and slacks. Khakis? And, uh, Jake, yeah, from State yeah, Farm. yeah, yeah, Jake from State Farm, right? Yeah, khakis. Yeah, I had some of those, and uh, <laughs> and dress shoes, mm. and uh, had a dry cleaner. I went to. Oh, yeah. you had your own dry cleaner? Well, not mine, but yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know where you go. Hey, yeah, Bill, it was the, the neighborhood one, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, that I didn't know either. That I didn't know you sold insurance. Yeah, I know it's. It, yeah, I did, and, and I learned something. And and I got a good friend of mine still sells Affleck. She's my Affleck rep for my company. One of the selling points for selling Affleck was um, if I'd had Affleck when I got ran over, I'd have made like sixty grand. Maybe we can get Affleck to sponsor the show. Hey, quack quack <laughs> quack quack Affleck. Yeah, there you go. That was perfect, Mike. Uh, so uh, I did that um, uh, as an agent, then became an assistant district sales manager, and then a district sales manager. Wow. And, um, yeah, like sixteen months. And then, so and what happened? I hated it. Okay. Um, you just weren't happy. No, I wasn't happy. Because so. that's not the bill we know. No, I'm, I mean, you have I mean, to. I mean, I had body shops and, and yeah. you know, I, I had businesses with people that I could relate to. Yeah. Um, they actually, you know, would say, hey, Bill, how many lawyers do you have? <laughs> None. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Bill, how many, you know, you know, uh, legal type companies, you know, the white collar companies. And I didn't have any white collar companies, yeah. you know. I, um I was a blue collar guy. Sure. I'm still blue collar guy. Same here. Yeah. And I could relate to the blue collar people. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I wasn't making any money and uh, I was working a lot of hours and, and um, so I quit. And part of quitting was in the mind of starting my business back up again. You always knew you were going to go back into it. You know, this is the only thing I've, I've ever been uh, without sounding, you know, meaning to sound arrogant. You're, the, dude, come on. I've always been very good at this. Yeah. Um, you know, running a dump truck and Bobcat, I've been very, very good. Yeah. You know, the right hand doesn't work. I picked a, my new tractor up uh, December 12th of 2013. And um, oh, you know what? Two hours after I picked it up, I was tearing out a driveway for Manny Loya. Manny Loya. Manny Loya. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did, did he go to the reunion? I can't remember. I think so. I don't know if he did or not. I think he did. Yeah. He's kind of a libtard, but. Yeah. Yeah. Manny Loya. Yeah. yeah. But like, seriously, two hours after I picked it up, I was tearing out a driveway and it, it was dawning on me that. Because um, he, he's uh, he's in concrete or. No, he, he's in drywall. Oh, drywall. Yeah, yeah. But he was doing like a little addition for okay. a neighbor and. And. Uh, uh, yeah. This was right when you got back into it. It was the day I literally, the day I picked up my new skid steer that I ordered from Case. Nice. Yeah, I had I had some of the controls that would normally be used by the right hand move to the left hand. Oh, wow. And, uh, I mean, you still control it with your right arm. Yeah. Um, you just but switch it around, like acclimate? The, the, the thumb, you know, the auxiliary hydraulic type stuff, you mm -hmm. know. And, uh, yeah, two hours after I picked it up, I was turning out a driveway. And, and probably happy and as shit. it was dawned on me, like, I haven't missed a freaking beat. Yeah. It was just, you know. It was just like, but you were probably super happy, all like a kid. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I mean, who couldn't be like a kid? Yeah, dump trucks, tractors, breaking stuff. Man, I, mean, I freaking and dirt. one of it's so fun to just sit there and watch it. It's like, I remember you let me, uh, <clears throat> you let me, uh, 
run the operator? Yeah, yeah, on uh, the 454 Lamar house. Yeah, yeah. For uh, Boxwell. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I was like, no way. I know people get such a kick out it's, of it. It's and amazing. So, it's it's because I've let, um, I've let little kids on job sites. You know, set up. Uh, might need to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not ins- gonna. <laughs> insurance purposes. Back before you know, a long no, time. No, just ago. sit in there. But, wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, they get they just get a kick out of it. You That's know? awesome. Yeah, they're they're afraid they're gonna to break something. And on there's them. a. Dude, so there's a talent to doing that stuff too. I mean, just all the movements and you know, you're just sitting there chilling, moving. You know, there's levers and the you funny, get used to it. I'm sure. Oh, you get so used to it. I can't tell you how to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't tell you what. No, I, I'm sure the, if I did it for a work. couple of weeks, I'd be pretty good. Yeah, but I, I mean, I can't tell you push your left hand forward and this is going to happen. It I, just I, does I, it. It just mentally, you just yeah. get in there and, and uh, yeah, it's the greatest feeling ever. But demoing a house is not just going in there ripping things down, and there's a process to it. I'm sure. Oh you know, yeah. Where walls are going to fall, you got to know all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. and you, you know we try to put all the trash. Uh, we leave all the block walls. Try to leave the block standing. Mm-hmm. The block weighs heavier than you know wood, and uh, you got paid by the ton to dump trash. So. Oh, so, so, uh, so you you separate it. Yeah. Okay. Well, and we, we try to just leave all the walls standing. Okay. Until we get all the trash out. Okay. And then we take the walls down. Okay. And then it goes to whole... different landfills. The oh, fees okay. are different. Yeah. And uh, yeah, process it up. Maybe that's why your prices are so expensive. I'll get it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, you deserve every single penny, man. That's crazy. Especially <clears throat> after we had a, a matter of fact, uh, everybody, I had to tell Bill to stop talking. Cause he was telling all the stories the other day. I'm like, dude, stop telling me all this stuff. But, uh, it's amazing how much money is involved in just having equipment. Oh Lord. The cost of the equipment, the cost of the truck to pull the equipment, the truck cost of the trailer. I mean, guys, I saw one of Bill's trailer has like 16 tires just in, in the back. Yeah. 16 tires. That's yeah. insane. It, it Yeah. <clears throat> it's crazy. I, I, when I order tires, I typically order six or eight um, at a time, like, you know, 611R225, 611R245s, 6215, 715. You know what everybody just heard? Ladies and gentlemen, we will uh, translate that later at the end of the show. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just unbelievable, when, especially when you said how much one of those trailers is brand new. Oh, yeah, 100 and a quarter. That's insane. Uh, mine's not brand new, everybody. But, but it's nice. Yeah, it's nice, yeah. But uh, you you got a deal on it, and you fixed it up. Oh, yeah. You've got yeah. money into it, but you yeah. you got a bargain shop for this stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, finance a $125,000 trailer for five years. I don't know what that is, but it's a freaking lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. And that's yeah. just to... Pull yeah, just and transport transport the machinery to the job. Yeah, it's insane. It's it crazy. Is, it, and uh, yeah, it is insane. And well, the way you organize that whole symphony of this truck drives this trailer, drops this thing off, goes to another job. This thing comes over here, guys. You're gonna take this tractor and go over there, and then oh, we got this job coming up. Okay, this one. It's like a whoa. Yeah, it, it direction it, big time, big time. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. I, I I I love operating. Uh-huh. Um, and You're too th- busy to operate anymore. Thankfully. Yeah. Thankfully, I I, I am. We're, yeah. we're, we're too busy to operate. Yeah. Because, you know, again, in 13, I had a dump truck. <clears throat> I had a super 12 or a simple 12. 
uh, one trailer and a bobcat. So tell me about that. Um, I've owned a couple businesses, so I kind of understand, you know, how it is to kind of let go of things. How was that to start hiring people and let go of some of that like major responsibility as far as the work goes to to entrust what you know into some other person? Did I mention I probably fired two? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of did. So I want you to. Uh, uh, well, you got to find the right guy. Yeah, you got to have the right guys. Yeah. Um, Tom or girls or girls. or girls. That's right. No offense out there. No. Hashtag me too. Right. Um, Tom's been with me uh, just about since the very beginning. Of since the very beginning uh, of Bill George. So yeah. in high school, I was Bill George's dump truck and motor service. Mm-hmm. Then when I got married, it became BPG dump truck and motor service. My uh, wife's name at the time was Pam. Yep. So Bill and Pam George. And then when I started back up again, it's just me. So it went back to Bill George's Dump Truck and Motor Service, which we just changed the name to Bill George's Demolition Grading. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> uh, I, so when I got started again, uh, I knocked on Scott SRJ's door, Scott John, and Scott re- SRJ referred me to Scott Gould. And I met Scott Gould out on a job. And uh, it was three months after I was back in business, um, just me and Tom. And, um, and, you know, Scott asked me to give him price tear down the house, and he knew my story from talking to SRJ. Is this one of your first houses you've torn uh, down? I tore down maybe a half a dozen prior to getting run over. Okay. So this was the first one I did after the fact. Okay. And, um, and uh, Scott Gould asked me, you know, for a price, and I don't remember what I told him, but it was like, you know, $15,000. like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I can do this for, I can get this done for 6500 bucks. Do you want to yeah. do it for 6500 bucks? I was like, sure, I'll do it for sixty five hundred bucks. Yeah. And he was like, uh, you know, yeah. And he's like, well, I, I'm going to be gone for a few weeks um, in Mexico. Do you want me to pay it now or when I come back? I said, no, pay me when you come back. Yeah. And uh, so it was me and Tom. Uh, Tom's uh, seventy eight. Had yeah. cataract surgery today. Still works, but yeah. he's just been off a couple of weeks because his eyes are bothering. <laughs> seventy eight. What a old. loser! Right, seventy eight <laughs> years old. And, and, and can, what a freaking loser! Yeah, I'm not saying that, Pop. <laughs> That's Mike. I'm kidding. You, I'm kidding, Tom. Yeah. Don't kill me, buddy. Yeah, no, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I've met him before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, shake his hand one day. Yeah, I know. Crush it. Yeah. Um, but um, Scott knew. He knew everything we did every day. It ended up taking me and Tom seven days to remove that little house, which today we could do in about seven hours. Yeah. Um, and but uh, you were probably doing it with. I was doing it with the bobcat. Yeah. Yeah, I tore down the house with the bobcat. Just uh, with the bucket? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the grapple bucket? Yeah. Yeah, I put that shit up in the air and started ripping down the roof. And, uh, You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, You got to start somewhere. Hey, you know, <clears> I, <throat> I didn't have a lot of work, and yeah. so I was willing to work. Or a lot of money. Oh, yeah. You no. can't. How are you going to go out and get a, okay, how much is like the excavator that you had out at uh, Paisano? Quarter million. That's insane. But, it, I mean, it looks like a quarter million bucks. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, we got two of them now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. I'm impressed. So Scott gets back and he says, uh, I know on Monday you did this and on Tuesday, blah, 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 blah. And he says, clearly you lost money. <laughs> Why didn't you quit? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I didn't know how to respond to that because I said I was going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's the way we do things. Man still. of your word. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and I know this, people. I know he's the same way he was when he was freaking 10. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I know this because he's worked for the companies I've worked for and yeah. he's ran into some issues and he's like, well, 
I didn't catch that or that whatever, man. We're going to take care of it. And yep. It's like a man of his word. So absolutely. Thank Anyways, you. Anyways, yeah, thank you. But Scott tells me, he says, if you want to tear down a lot of houses, go buy an excavator. And I, I, okay, how big of an excavator? He says, <laughs> as big as you can get that you can tow behind your dump truck. So I did some research and this is about awesome. 33,000 pound uh, machine. And uh, I don't know, three or four days later, I bought one. Uh, I was, finance company out of Washington State was hitting me at like 17%. Oh, no. But, um, That's all you could get. Yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Right. And you'll grow out of that. Exactly. You're going to take it in the shorts, right. but you'll move on. And it'll be okay. I was sink or swim. I, had, I sold my house. <laughs> I sold my pickup. It's kind of cool. I didn't even tell my family I was going to start this company again. I listed my house for sale on a Friday. My kids went to their mom's house Friday. Mm-hmm. By Monday, I had a, a full price offer for the sale of my house. And then I let everybody in my family know what I was doing because I didn't want any... Like, I don't ask for opinions very often. If I do, it's because They would have I, tried to talk you out of it. I, I thought. Okay. And actually, no, I had complete support. Good. Uh, complete support. I guess you could have used that during the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, so anyways, so I bought an excavator, sent a picture of it to Scott Gould. Uh, Scott sent me back like three or four or five addresses and said, schedule these houses. And so I'd go tear down the house and he'd say, what I owe you? And. And I'd say, well, this one's a little bigger than the other one, so seven grand. And he'd say, okay, and then get to one, and I'd go seven grand. He's like, nope, sixty five hundred. I'm like, okay. "Okay." And then I'd do another one, and I'd go seven grand. He's like, nope, seventy five hundred. I'm like, okay, (laughs) love it. Yeah, I love it. That's how I basically came up with my pricing. Yeah. uh, Well, your competition sets your pricing. Uh, Yeah, but Scott's the one who you know Scott. Yeah, no, no. He does so many houses. He knew. And, and you're right. Competition sets the price. Sure. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. But it's good that there's builders out there that will not let you leave a bunch of money on the table. Oh, absolutely. And also tell you, are you out of your freaking mind? Right. What are you thinking? And you're like, oh, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, 15000 No, I can do it for 6500 <laughs> like, all right, I'll do it for 6500 yeah, That's a great story. Yeah. That yeah. is a great story. And uh, yeah, so now we're super, we got... Two of the big excavators. Got two of the wheel loaders. Got a, a new uh, Gannon. Yeah. Uh, got four skid steers. Got a mini excavator. I just bought a forty-inch stand-on. What's that? Um, it's a real small ex, uh, skid steer. You stand on. Oh, it okay. For getting down like the smaller sides of the houses. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's uh, fits between a. It's forty inches wide. Okay. Yeah, I didn't go with the thirty-two inch one because it's very. It doesn't feel very stable. Yeah. But. Um, it's like yeah. the smaller skid steers. They, they're just right. bouncing around. It's like exactly. useless. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hairy not. homeowner. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just, You're not a hairy homeowner. No. Plus, I'm pretty sure you can just make your way through any gate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Just drive through. I didn't know you had one. What, so why did you get that? Uh, yeah, I've rented one two or three times in the last uh, four or five months. And I kind of think when I have to rent something more than two or three times in a few smart. months, then I buy one because payment's 300 bucks a month. Nice. And it's uh, like 100 bucks or 150 bucks a day to rent it. Good. And I can bill it out at a hundred and quarter an hour. There you go. And so, boom. Pay itself off. And right. Yep. A couple of jobs. Yep. Nice. Yep. So how did I relinquish control? Um, sorry, mm-hmm. we kind of got around. But I, I wanted that always to bring, happens. I wanted to bring it back up because I think it's a, it's important. Yes. Absolutely. I think it's important because that's why I asked it. No, right. Just kidding. It, it kinda, <laughs> I, I think it is. No. Um, Having the right guys that you have the confidence in, um, which I do, 
to be able to handle the jobs. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I, I have more patience now, um, especially like before my accident. I learned to tie your shoes with, uh, you know, one hand that works and a finger yeah. that doesn't. Yeah. I learned to button your pants. You, you learn patience. Yeah. Um, sometimes I think I have too much um, with some of my guys. And, and, uh, but uh, to go from very little in a young mind that's like a hardcore, you know, I know how you were. Yeah. I, I'm, I was the same way. Right. To have to get that way in a short period of time must have been rough. You mean like in the last seven years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's been, um, yeah, it, it's rough. But, you know, my guys will joke, you know, back before uh, we were as busy as we were, um, you know, I'd run the excavator for four or five minutes, then I'd take a phone call and the excavator would stop and everybody would look at me like, what the hell? And, and then I'd get off the phone and then I'd run the excavator for yeah. another five minutes. You did that minutes. on one of my jobs. Right, yeah. yeah. And it, it gets very frustrating. Yeah. You know, if You know, back then I would jump off the excavator and eventually guys got to where, you know, they would just jump back in and keep working. And mm -hmm. that's what I, you know, I'm not what set you need. up. It is. I, I'm not set up to where uh, I've got designated people who are, are um, supervisors. Yeah. Uh, it, Nobody it just, has a title. It just doesn't really roll that way. It's, it's more of a respect level. Yeah. And occasionally there's some new guys, like we were just talking about the, the homeless guy the other day. That you um, gave a chance to. Yep. Gave which him was a nice. Yep. Yep. Gave him a chance. And, and he decided work was too hard. Um, it is hard. It is hard. But, you know, stick it out. It's going to make a man out of you. But my 78-year-old dad does it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, it is hard. Yeah. Um, but having the right guys, and, and, and I, I, I do think it has something to do with, with understanding um, uh, and, and instilling this in, in everybody that, you know, I, I am a perfectionist, and I do want it done right the first time. Sure. And um, you know, your name's all over things, right? Big letters, isn't big it? letters. I mean, it's literally <laughs> your name. Yeah. Literally. And you take a lot of pride in it and Absolutely. you've been through a lot. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And it's admirable. I, I love it. I think that's I just thank you, brother. Yeah, man. It's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good story. It's fun. But uh, so it's working. It's working. You've got some well. guys, though, that I can tell that are just falling right into that role. Oh yeah. Like, uh, I mean, even Brian, the other guys. Yep. Brian, uh, Brian, I should have hired Brian about a year before I did hire mm -hmm. Brian. Um, right hand guy. Um, I mean, Brian can run any piece of equipment that has a motor. Yeah. Uh, whether it be a confidently a, too, like he's, uh, he's, he is a, a that's I'll tell new guys when I hire him and, and I've said this before in front of Brian, so it's no news to him. Uh, you'll probably get along great with everybody. You probably won't know whether or not Brian likes you for about six months. But if you want to make sure Brian's going to like you, take care of my shit. Yeah. Because um, Brian's a perfectionist. Yeah. Uh, he also works on most of the stuff that we have. He kind of, um, he look. you could tell he cares. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. And, and, just, and his his brother, David, same way. Um, yeah. Uh, David's just a, a, one, of my, one of my favorite people. Yeah. Great like guy, David. great heart. Um, Justin has come so far. I hope they listen to this podcast because, uh, oh, shit, never mind. It's all lies. <laughs> Those losers. Yeah. They're uh, lucky to have a job. Right. Uh, Justin, my son-in-law, um, I don't know. Justin's been probably going on, I don't know, probably four years. Yeah. Um, I think Ken has one week more, um, uh, seniority than Justin does. Ken's outstanding guy. Yeah. Um, you know, in the army reserves and, um, great guy. And, uh, 
he he hates grading. He sucks at grading, <laughs> and, uh, but he does. But he knows he sucks at it, and so I, I don't try not to ask him to do any grading. Right. Um, he did just a, a week or two ago. Sent me a couple of pictures. Looked great. But he's also the same guy that'll you know fall down on the muddy ground a week. Or no, it was like day one or two working for me, and a, a PTO went out in a dump truck out in Gilbert. He's like, I can fix it, and uh, you know. It, it, we call him MacGyver. We had a tarp. I hit it. I broke the tarp at the end of the day. And, uh, yeah, he literally fixed it with a, a, a piece of a sprinkler pipe. Wow. A chunk of rebar and some tie wire. That's the guy it, you need. Yeah, it lasted like four months or six <laughs> months or a year That's the guy you need. Yeah. Uh, uh, Justin's come such a long way. When, when he first started working for me, he didn't even know how to run a bobcat. Yeah, I like Justin. And, uh, he's a yeah. pretty talented guy. Yeah, he is. Super talented guy. He is, and he's yeah. just quiet. But he, they're all, dude, I like when your guys show up. They're just nice. They're yeah. nice to me. They, they're respectful, but they like to joke around a little bit. Yep. I mean, going to work sucks. And but, it's hard. And, and it's, it's hot. hard and it's hot. It's just nice to get along with people. And that's one of the things I And I get along guys. with people that work as hard as I do and right. that you do. I yep. mean, it's just, and it's nice. It's yep. very nice. And that's what I was told when I, when I first started demoing the houses in Arcadia. Um, you know, the couple other companies that were in there, uh, you know, one guy's super hard to get along with. Uh, another guy likes to start at 10 o'clock in the morning. And so I tell my guys, yeah, we always have to be nice. You always be nice. But the, but it, but it's not, they're not, uh, it's not struggling fake. to do it. No, it's they're, not fake. they're just doing no, it. Assholes don't stick around. Right. No, they, right. they, they go down the road real quick. Right. Yeah. Especially with the, what'd you guys do with my wagon? <laughs> Fred, mm-hmm. Fred, let me, let, yeah. So Fred's been with me like a year and a half. Great guy. Um, he's getting married March twenty seventh. I think that's right, isn't it, Danette? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been teasing Fred. I got tables and chairs for forty eight. Yeah, um, you end up buying yeah. some. You're like Christmas I, parties, right? And I, I, you know, I got tired of renting tables and chairs, so I just. I bought tables and chairs for 48. So I got tables and chairs for 48. I'm going to take you out and we're going to rent a Lamborghini like four months in a row. So you just buy one. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, that's the trick, isn't it? Right, yeah. yeah, Phil, why are you renting it? Let's just buy one. Right. Yeah, no kidding. So what's, uh, so you moved your, uh, moved your yard just recently. And so, you started a, a nursery? We did. Yeah. yeah. How's that going? So it's going good. I mean, um, I, I'm a fast-paced guy. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, yeah, I'm a fast-paced guy. So trees, um, I love trees. I've uh, planted like 600, seven, probably about 600 at my yard. Well, plants. Um, 20, 25 pine trees. Um, I got about 1,100 trees in stock. Um, takes a while to grow them. Mm-hmm. which I know, <laughs> duh, yeah. it takes a while to grow. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't happen as fast as I would like it to happen. Yeah. And, and well, it's a perfect fit for me because you know, <laughs> I, I work for about, what, 25 builders probably, mm-hmm. and all of them will buy trees for me. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a perfect it's a perfect. Plus fit. Plus you're there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dig no, a hole and put a tree in it. Right. I don't know what it's like. Right. My, uh, my ex, Lori, her... Uh, her guy her husband his name's don uh he's a super nice guy love him kids love him they've been together for many many years that he he has owned a, a nursery uh, oh i think it's uh treeland nurseries i've heard of treeland yeah, yeah. he's yeah. uh it's been in his family for a, a, a quite a while but yeah he's been it's somewhere in gilbert 
I've been there once. I don't really remember. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, he does that stuff. Uh, trees are awesome. <laughs> I mean, we pulled some palm trees off jobs and brought them back to the yard and planted them. We pulled... Uh, really? Yeah, we pulled a bunch of the uh, sour oranges off uh, uh, Paradise Way, 4222. Oh, the corner? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we pulled a whole bunch of sour oranges out, brought them home, and they're... they're Did you pay for those? No, I didn't pay for them. <laughs> I charged you for removing them. No, uh, Austin, if you're listening, <laughs> no. that's um, funny. Yeah. So yeah, we we you know we've tried different things with the nursery. I'm super excited about it. And um, yeah, eleven hundred well, trees. I, I don't want you to keep talking about how great you are. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Was I saying how great it was? No, I just I'm just tired of hearing it. So, oh, okay. no, I'm just kidding. Well, let's talk about you. No, no, no. This is. I want to change the subject here. Okay, good. Um, just so people can kind of get to know you other than everybody knows how great you are. Like, like I'm serious. You're well, a good dude. I try to be. Yes, sir. <clears throat> You're a great guy. You're very honest. You get the job done. I mean, there's just, there's nobody like that anymore. Unfortunately. I, I think that's why we've been so blessed and we stay so busy. Yeah. Because, uh, I think that's my guys make everything. And I can't forget my office manager, Lisa. She's just been with me over a year completely for the first time. My office has ran as professional as I feel our field has ran. Well, what I hear and what I like is that it just feels kind of family-ish. Very much. Like your guys and you and just you come, you know, it doesn't feel, you know, all stuffy and suit and tie-ish. It's just, it's nice. No, man, we keep a bottle of Fireball in the freezer in the office. So well, let's see. What, what's the address? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I got some questions I want to ask you. Oh, I got boy. I'm all ready to go here. Yeah. Uh, Where's the mute button? <laughs> no. Wait, I can't read it. I need my glasses. Oh, so when we were younger, you, you told me this story. Oh, God. I was like, right. You told me, like, right, right when we graduated. This is my porn voice, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, tell me, tell me and tell us. About the story when you got lost in the woods. Oh, wow. Yeah. How old were you? when? Uh, 17. I was a senior in high school. Yeah. Um, I didn't uh, know that's when it, when it happened. I thought you yeah. were younger. No, I was 17, senior in high school. I was dating, uh, uh, oh, Lord have mercy, Mary Perez. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was up elk hunting in, uh, was that, Unit 27 up northern, like, uh, really? Hannigan's Med, Meadow. Uh, almost in Mexico, mm. the highway used to be called 666. Uh, that's like a stupid name for a highway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, me and my dad were up there, and uh, my dad's business partner, um, damn, what was his name? He used to play football. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. And um, <laughs> It'll come to you. Right. And, uh, yeah, we were, I, we, me and dad were going down a road, and it just snowed. I think it was still snowing. And uh, then we got about a half mile down the road, decided to turn around and go the other direction. Same road? Same road. So mm -hmm. we turned around went the other direction. And in the process of that, like, maybe half mile, um, it looked like, you know, a hundred elk had just crossed the road. And the road was all muddy and footprints everywhere. And so um, I started tracking that elk. You got uh, out? Got out of the truck. and uh, Grabbed your stuff? Elk. Yep. And, yeah, I had a, I had a, a, can, a, a, a compass. And, you know, lunch and water wagon or water water wagon. That's in demo world. <laughs> well, canteen. You drove a water wagon <laughs> to track it up. Imagine I didn't. That's totally illegal, dude. <laughs> yeah, 
And uh, so I, I tracked it until uh, around noon, um, probably like five or six hours. Your dad um, kept going? Yeah, dad was driving the roads. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I got to the top of a, a, of a mountain, and I could see him on like a plateau, you know, a couple hundred yards away. And um, I had a bipod on my bipod on my rifle and laid down on the ground and was just they didn't know I was there and uh it was beautiful and uh it really was picked out a big bull and uh shot it dropped it and like a dumbass I got up and I was like yeah you know, well it got up too it did and uh I tracked that bull from uh um I don't know how you know we were in 18 inches of snow tracked it down the uh, Mogollon rim to where there was no snow Oh no! And uh, I did have my my compass and my map, so I knew where it was. Um, I figure I was about uh, I don't know, I don't remember now, man. Six or eight miles from camp, at like almost dark. <laughs> Stones throw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so I started. Uh, I, I lost the trail, lost the blood trail, couldn't find the elk, oh. um, and decided, okay, well, I better turn around and and start hoofing it back. And um, super steep. Uh, literally the Mogollon Rim, climbing yeah. down the rim, and um, <clears throat> dark, uh, snowy, tired, like on all fours climbing, and um, kind of fell down in the snow face first, and was like, "All right, I'm gonna die here." No way. No I swear. And um, you're just beat. I was, dude. I was exhausted. <laughs> I was exhausted, man. And um, I was back into the snow, and um, I swear, man. Uh, felt like God was telling me you you're know, done. No, God was telling me get up and look oh. to your right. Oh, and um, I kind of looked to my right, and I mean we were steep. I was steep climbing up out of the rim, and there was a little, uh, probably about the size of your table here, that was fairly level. There was no snow. There was a big boulder block in the wind. Uh, thankfully, I don't know how to work, look at that. It didn't snow that night, so it was clear, so it was colder. Um, six degrees that night in Hannigan Meadow. And, um, yeah, it was cold. Um, and, uh, but a, a big dead tree there. And so I broke branches off, uh, the tree and built a tiny little fire. It would never get very big and, uh, pretty much stayed up just about the whole time, just blowing on the coals, keeping the coals going, um, fell asleep. Uh, my, my, from about my knees down were numb. Um, and literally, you know, just took my boots off, took my socks off, started rubbing my legs, mm-hmm. the gloves, put some coals in my gloves and got the circulation flowing. And then, uh, you know, you can 17 see the, years old. Yeah. Yeah. You can see the sun coming up early. Like, yeah. You, you know, you get, yeah. you can see the sun coming up like, you know, in the summertime, like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, you can see it. Yeah. You see a glow. Right. Yeah. So, um, that was happening and, uh, I knew where it was. I knew there was a road just a couple more miles up. And, uh, so I, I bucked up and went climbing up the hill, and and as I'm topping over there, I remember I see uh, headlights coming, and uh, went up to the, made it to the road, and it was guys in one of those old uh, Ram chargers. It's funny I can remember this. Shit. Yeah, they don't, o- don't ask me what I ate for dinner last night, but I can remember. No, those old weird like. Yeah, the Ram charger, tubular looking fender. Right. Yeah, I love those trucks actually. So they they come pulling up, and I'm like, wait, wait. You know, I've been out all night. You know, I know people are looking for me, and um, swear they, they uh, yeah, yeah, hold on, and they, you know, get them a cup of coffee, and poured me a cup of coffee, and hands me a cup of coffee, and then they drove off. 
I was like, you fuckers, I don't even like coffee. <laughs> they just drove off. They swear, they just drove off. And right behind you them. You didn't tell them, like, I've been out here all night. I did. I said, I've been out all night. I'm sure there's people looking for me. And um, They're like, later, homie. Later. And oh, right no. behind them was a blazer, a <clears throat> uh, full-size blazer. And they must have been together because I put my hand up, like, stop, and they just drove right past me. And then uh, I started jogging down the road. And um, some old guys in a S10 blazer from Sun City, uh, they go, are you Bill George? <laughs> and I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, we've been looking for you all night. Your dad's pretty worried. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, he says, come on, get in. And uh, Oh, so, my gosh. So they gave me a ride back to camp, and uh, we made it, made it back I in I bet time. he was freaking out. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, uh, I, I, Mary Perez's, uh, love letter from high school started my fire. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, That's uh, funny. Yeah. It That's was, it was, funny. it was, it was scary in the woods. No kidding. You know? I mean, yeah, I, I did. I, you know, I pop off I don't off care around. how tough you think you are. You, you get a little. Uh, 17, it was a little, um, yeah. but once I saw the sun coming up, I was like, all right, I'm going to make it out yeah. of this. And. But there's a lot of thoughts go through your head. Yeah, yeah, like wow. Yeah, I swear I heard bears growling. I bet. Um, but uh, I think tasty morsel just laying there. there probably, probably my stomach. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd already woofed through lunch, you know. Wow. Uh, a bunch of hours before that. So. And then yeah. what? So what happened? You, they took you back. Yeah, they gave me a ride back to camp. Um, we called uh, my mom and Tom were trying to charter a plane to fly up. And we stopped that, so oh, good. we didn't spend any money on that. And then, uh, pretty much, me and Dad uh, broke camp, and thank God. I said, "Man, I'm done. <laughs> ready to go." So home. you didn't get you didn't get anything that no, year. No, no, oh, no wow. I, did, I did not. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never. I've. I heard like just the initial story, but never the whole story. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That was pretty. Uh, yeah. Good life experience. Mary Perez. Yeah. Good life experience. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, we all have a couple of those. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know how you're still alive right now, homie. Man, there's a few. There's a few. Well, uh, what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> i tell you another cool, um, not cool about me, but cool about God's story. A lady in front of my old church in a minivan um, rear-ended a full-size Suburban. And it was stopped. The, the Suburban was pulling into church. And mm -hmm. The lady hit it doing like 60. And her uh, her van caught on fire. And uh, uh, we couldn't get the doors to open. And I I actually, um, uh, I, I went in. or and, and her, like, as I remember, man, her thighs were broken. Her shins were broken. I mean, compound Just fractures. Rubber. Yeah. I mean, she was. She was in bad shape. Her their little kid, her little daughter was walking around, I think had a broken leg or a broken arm or something. I mean, it was, it was brutal. And a um, guy named Keith, uh, man, I can't remember Keith's name. Sorry, Keith. <laughs> Debbie and Keith Nitch uh, was working the one fire extinguisher we could find in the whole church uh, to keep the, the van from going up in flames. And um, I was able to get like pretty much on top of the lady and I broke her seat backwards. And we, we were pulling her out of the van, and mm -hmm. I was kind of carrying these spaghetti for legs. And I remember we were just a few feet outside the van. We were going to sit her down. And uh, somebody said, no, no, the van's going to blow. Mm -hmm. And I thought, and I, I, that van's not going to blow. I just came out of the van. And I turned back over, and uh, no, flames were coming out the back wing windows of that Dodge minivan. Yeah. And in, in a second. 
in just a second. But uh, that's not a me cool story. That's a God cool story. No, that is a you cool story. You just rescued somebody. Well, that was a God, yeah. So, that's happened yeah. to me before. Yeah. I've, I've Good stories. Well, let's yeah. hear one of yours, Mike. Well, I mean, geez, this really isn't about me, but <laughs> no, let's make it about you. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, <clears throat> one time I was going to, uh, I helped my buddy build a cabin up in Greer. And we'd go up there every weekend. And one time we'd gone, we'd left late. Uh, and we were driving up there. And just before Sholo, um, there was a car. Like we passed a Jeep Cherokee. And it had been, you know, not snowing, but raining, kind of sleet. You know, it was getting bad. And uh, I passed this Jeep. And I'm driving. It's probably midnight or 1 in the morning getting tired i pass this jeep and he pulls out behind me and he's driving behind me for a while and i see his headlights you know all of a sudden i see one you know both headlights then i see one headlight the other headlight the other (laughs) headlight oh yeah so i go so i hit the uh and i was a lot younger we were we were actually drinking beers, you know. We were just driving, you know. We right. had a couple beers just, on the way there, just drinking, and right? Driving. Well, I mean, it was not like we were party partying, but we had you know open beers. Anyways, I hit the brakes. My buddy's like Joe Thornton. I hope he listens to this one day. But uh, I hit the brakes, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on?" I go, "Somebody just crashed behind us." He goes, "No way!" And as I'm turning around, he goes, "Dude." I pass out at the side of blood. I go, what? So I keep driving. I'm driving, and right before you get to show, the highway's kind of elevated. You know, it's raised up, and then it goes down, and then the tree line uh, follows the road. Oh, okay. So I'm driving, I'm creeping, I'm creeping. I look, and I see this some lights and smoke stop, and it's pitch dark, right? So I'm like, I look over, and this Cherokee's upside down. Oh, man. Between two big old pine trees. And, it, and the roof is smashed down to about 10 oh, inches. Wow. I mean, it's just, or maybe it's probably a foot, but it was it was crushed. It was upside down. Right. So I run down. The, he, and that's when he actually said, dude, I can't go down there. I pass out of the side of blood. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. So I go running down there. Gra- I see this guy upside down hanging from his uh, seatbelt. Wow. He's out cold. And he's got this, like, massive head, like, trauma. contusion. Yeah, right. trauma. So I reach up in there and I'm trying to unbuckle his seatbelt. Finally, get it. He drops down. I grab him by the you know under underarms and I pull him out of the jeep, drag him up the hill, and he comes to and goes, "Oh, my dog!" I go, "Oh no!" <laughs> so I got to run back down the hill. I find his. He's got like a little poodle that was running around in the in the trees. But uh, yeah, I saved that guy's life. Right on. Yeah, brother. yeah, it was pretty funny. That's awesome. He <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> I saved that guy's life. It was pretty funny. He uh, he, uh, a couple about a month later, I get a gift certificate in the mail for some like fancy Italian restaurant. He must have got wow. my information from the officers because a cop showed up. We called the cops, and uh, yeah, he gave me a nice little gift certificate for. Uh, <laughs> How yeah. cool is that? Oh yeah, good pretty, job, brother. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It was just cool. Like you just don't think about it. You just no. do. It's it's some people just do. Well, yeah. Your buddy. Yeah, well, he's not. He's he, well, not a doer. I, yeah. Sorry, he's Joe a good guy. Or whatever, <laughs> Joe. Yeah, sorry. No, Joe. he he would laugh if you heard you say that. Yeah. He's a good dude. Um, but yeah, he was like, "Oh, I can't go down there." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> it's funny. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, 
What else going on? <laughs> <laughs> I told you this isn't about me. It's about you. I know, but you know, how do you like working for After House? I I like it. They're yeah. good guys. They are good guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark's pretty funny. He's pretty. Uh, he needs some help. Yeah, they're so busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Austin's pretty cool. I told uh, I told Mark today. Austin's he's quite the wordsmith. That guy, <laughs> like he's he, he's pretty funny. And we, he like he'll look at you and just know exactly what to say. Really? Oh yeah, he's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, he's. I don't like when he looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> he's figuring me out. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I told that to Mark. He just laughed. Yeah. I, go, I, I want people to not know the truth about me. But he's he's one of those guys who'll just look at you and figure you out. Yeah, they're good people. Yeah, very yeah, good people. Yeah. Very honest. Mm-hmm. Just about every. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, most of the trades say the same thing too. So it's it's nice to hear that versus what could be. Oh yeah, you know. No, well, there's some outfits out there that yeah we won't work for. It's funny because uh, you've literally gotten me my last two jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have right. I ran into you in uh, Arcadia. Right. <clears throat> and I worked for Boxwell for three and a half years. Right. Uh, good guys, too. Very I good love guys. them guys. Yeah, I very good guys. Just, you know, moved on. Uh, they're awesome people, though. I yeah. love them. Evan and David, good, good guys. And uh, But you had told me, hey, and you just happened to have a conversation with Evan. And he's like, he's looking for somebody. And you're yep. like, I know the perfect guy. Yeah. And then uh, kind of similar situation with this. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Where am I working next, dude? <laughs> Hopefully Rafter House. No, I know. I really I'm just like, kidding. I really like those guys. No. I hope I still work for Boxwell now. Oh, you <laughs> will. Those guys, they love you. Yeah, they're good people. Yeah. They're very good people. They're smart guys. Um, they know what they're doing as well. Oh, but, yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. No, totally. There's people do. I, don't, I like people that know what they're doing. I like to you be know, a part of that team. Yeah, I, I like being a part of a team with people who know what they're doing. From, from a demos guy's mm-hmm. perspective, um, I, I work for some builders that are super nice people, but they don't necessarily, they're, they're not as seasoned as Rafter House. Uh-huh. Um, I have no problem with that because they're super nice guys and they're, they'll say, I, I'm not really sure, how should we do this? Yeah. And I love that type of attitude because it's How can it's we do this? Work. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fellas that are green, that think they know everything, um, I, I struggle. Well, they push something on you that you know is not going to work. Right. You're like, listen. Or they try to, yeah. Listen, man, just act cool. Right. It's like you're at a party and the cops show up. Just act cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> mm. we had some good ones yeah yeah absolutely what else uh let's see what else what else is new and exciting what do you got coming up what's your plans like what what do you think uh where are you going to be and um, obviously nobody knows but what are your goals for uh your demo company in your tree in your tree land yeah yeah um that's funny when I started back up, uh, you know, what, seven years ago, I was just excited to be able to do what I could do and make a decent living. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be happy, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I love doing this. Um, and and uh, then, you know, I got to where I had a couple guys. 
and then I got to where I had a couple more guys. And I think we're, I don't know, total, we're like 15, 16, 17 people now. By the way, yeah, you're like a real company. Yeah. Oh, I mean, my goodness. Next There's, thing you know, you're going to be traded on the stock market. Uh, yeah, I don't partner well. <laughs> I know. Uh, you don't play well with others? No. No, it's, uh, I jokingly say we live in a democracy, but this is a dictatorship, and I get to be the dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but... So I don't you deserve it, though. Well, it's a, it's totally a team thing, I, I, and uh, it's not a cliche. It's it's totally a team thing. I mean, you've met my guys. I got yeah. great guys. Well, that's why I asked you the question of. Uh, well, Brian, we're building a um, we're building a two thousand square foot shop at the nursery. Um, Brian is in the shop probably uh, three or four days a week because um, he works on everything I own. Right. Um, but that's something you didn't have figured in the beginning. Oh God, no. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No, I. It's, dude. I'm. I, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I. I don't know where it's gonna. Uh, like you know, every once in a while, I'm like, dude, I, I don't want any more guys. I don't want any more work. The problem is, and it's a really great problem to have. People want to use you. And they're good people. Yeah. Um, if they're, you know, they're, they're, I won't say their names, but there's a few companies there in Arcadia I just won't work for. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you, I just won't work for them. But you're a little selective, which is good for the business. It is good. Yeah. It is good for the business, but I mean, keeps you happy. And, and I don't want to start rattling off the great people I work for because I don't want to leave somebody out. Sure. Um, but if you're listening <laughs> to this and I work for you, you're one of the great people I work for. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I, I don't, I won't work for the people that aren't. You know, there's one guy that was incredibly rude and disrespectful to Brian. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, of course, then I showed up and the guy was super nice. Yeah. And and then, you know, we kind of argued a little bit. But uh, it, it, bottom line is I want to make the customer happy and mm -hmm. I want to be fair. Um, and then after the customer left, Brian tells me all this stuff the guy was saying. And uh, so I say, hey, you know, call somebody else. That's the second time you've done that. Call somebody else. Yeah. I'm just you know, I'm not, I'm not going to work for you. And well, you don't need it. But nobody needs to be talked to disrespectfully right. yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, had a, had a, yeah. I mean, there's been misunderstandings, miscommunications, bad days. Totally get it. Yeah. Um, but that needs to be followed through with a, a you know, I'm I sorry wrong. and I'm wrong. Yeah. And I was out of line. And, and it's. And, Summertime, because I tell you, I, I will go to bat for uh, for my guys in the yeah. heartbeat because uh, my guys have my back, and um, everybody gets along for the most part. Um, you know, some guys go golfing every weekend together. Um, you know, we're putting in an awesome gym in my basement. I was telling yeah, you about. Yeah, and to come down. It's yeah. a, uh, I, we. I took the money. I might pull something though. I don't know. I know. God, <laughs> it's so terrible, isn't it? I ran into a guy today. I haven't seen him like four years. He goes. Man, it's been a long time. How long has it been? I said, I don't know, four or five years? He goes, at least 40 pounds. I'm like, dude, <laughs> thank you, Oso. And if you're listening, Oso. Uh, it's funny. Well, we can all be a little cruel, but that's part of why. Yeah. That's, I think that's, that's a little love. And, yeah, you know, yeah, for it's sure. Totally, yeah. totally. It's uh, good times. I don't times. even know why I said that wide so. load sign you yeah, on your right. truck. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so we're building a, a, a nice building for Brian. And uh, my buddy Joe Kiss runs my nursery, who I've known like 20 years. And he's just a freaking amazingly great guy. You know, I've that name sounds familiar. Um, he was a why. framer. Yeah. He worked for, uh, 
Oh, boy. I think he built some houses for me. Like a, He was a peace crew or peace guy for a while, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He worked for a, a framer. I can I can almost get the name out. Um, there's a man's, like a couple initials and name. Um, I know. Come up with the original name. Joe George. It just, uh, it just uh, yeah, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, That's probably why. I probably know him through framing. Yeah, he built custom homes. Yeah. And a super nice guy. Great, great guy. That's been a few years for so it, There'll be uh, uh, an office for Joe in that building, an office for Brian, and then a, it, it, it's 40 by 50, so 10 by... Uh, Is it going to be one of those metal? Uh, it, it's metal, three-sided metal. Yeah. Um, 10 by 50 or 10 by 40 will be enclosed into uh, two offices and a tool room. Nice. And then there'll be two 20-foot open bays. For the trucks and maintenance? To, to work on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're going to need uh, that. We're Otherwise. putting in a 25 by 50 by 10-foot deep uh, retention pond so I for... can irrigate my trees. Oh. Yeah. But What uh, about filling water trucks? No, because you, you, you got to have a pump that oh. you know filters all the stuff out. It, it'll be good for... Uh, for, for you know, most nurseries have them. I've got you three just have water. Small. What do you call them? Uh, water wagons. Water wagons. Yeah, water wagons for the job sites. We've got three of those. But the uh, kind of the story behind the pond is also I, I promised both my dads uh, a few years back that one day I'd build them a fishing hole. Oh, nice. So 20 by 25 by 50, 10 foot deep. Uh, we got access to the SRP canal right behind the, right get behind the nursery. Fish so. out of there? Yeah. What Plus kind of my fish? Guys fish. Oh, there's bass and carp really, and, yeah. Wow. And uh, how do they live in the a canal? Well, you know, most of that water comes from. Uh, I think they the just water, get stuck in there from the lakes. Huh. The water comes from the lakes. Huh. So interesting. The uh, man-made lakes we have around here. Right. That yeah. blew me away. You don't think about it, but it's like Lake Pleasant. Yeah, totally man-made. Man-made. Yeah. He's been like, you know, weekend after weekend out there, whatever, and it's like, no way. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So the water comes out of there, and then my dad will have a place to fish when, uh, you know, when they get older. And when you stop making them work, yeah, that's yeah, kind of exactly. fun. Good, good for you. So Tom <laughs> is uh, having cataract surgery. He had one eye done today, as the other day, I ne- the next Tuesday, and then because his eyelids are so big, um, they're going to do an eyelid lift on him. What do you mean his eyelids are so big? Well, you know, he's 78 years old, so he's got, you know, wrinkly wrinkly eyelids. Oh, I didn't know that was an issue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so the the doctor said that, you know, Uh, they can get his insurance to cover doing an eyelid lift on him. So I told uh, him, hey, dude, that's awesome. You know what that means? You're going to look 10 years younger. He's like, yeah, probably. I go, that means you can work till at least 90. Of course, you would think that. Yeah, and, and well, he's—I uh, yeah, am. It, we are very much family. Um, you know, we're very much family. That's pretty insane. That's that's awesome. All, all the guys and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's—I think that's more than half of the reason why you have a lot of success is because it's kind of a family type business. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anybody that's kind of not on your page is not going to make it there correct and that's probably why the two or three hundred guys you've been through oh yeah i mean it's a rough business though i mean there's some rough guys but you got to be human right 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 and you got to be a team player yeah you got to work hard and 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 there's just jobs where you have to work hard right i mean ah it's like if you don't want to uh uh you know like the 20 year old kid that just quit that's homeless how sad is it that um, 
you know, a week and a half before that, he was homeless. And now he has two places that people are putting him up. He had two different ladies that were making him lunches. Uh, Danette, Fred's fiance, was making him lunch. Lisa was making him a lunch. Um, but he chose that. He chose to quit because it's too hard. Yeah. And it is hard. And yeah. it's not for... No, it's not for everybody. I got most of my guys are probably classic A type personalities. Yeah, which is why we don't have to have the hierarchy of who's in charge. It's sure, a, it's a respect thing. Everybody takes and, charge, and, and everybody knows what there is to do after a few days of being there. Everybody knows what to do, and I, I never wanted to to be in the position where you have to direct people. If I right. have to direct you more than a, a few days. I'm going to direct you down the road. Yeah. Because it's just not the way we're yeah, set up. Yeah, you should know what to do. It, 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 there's a science to it, but it ain't rocket science, No, baby. no, I know. <laughs> well, when I first started framing, uh, I showed up on the job, and I'm like, how in the heck do all these guys know what to do? We get there, we talk in the morning, still dark, and then all of a sudden the sun comes up, and these guys would just go off. One guy would go in this part of the house, this guy, and I'm like, what? Right. I'm, I'm just Team. tripping out. But they all just know what to do. Right. Of course, you know, I spent many, many years framing, and uh, it's a lot more clear now than it was. But sure. I was like, yeah, and you work hard, and people will just leave you alone. Right. Unless you unless you're, you have a certain skill that somebody notices, then, like, you're going to be a foreman, or then you're going to be a superintendent. Right. I mean, there's some titles and stages in that type of business but you know somebody's got to drive the truck there so right, yeah, right. it's a little different but yeah if somebody you work hard somebody notices you're going to go you're going to be doing that path right you've got to have that too i'm sure you've got to have a couple guys that you might once you retire that can do what you're doing um yeah i think i think so i think uh i'm i'm toying with the idea of hiring my daughter uh, my oldest daughter sally to come in and and kind of you know, sidekick with me. Mm -hmm. um, she's super sharp. I mean, and yeah, my prejudice because she's my daughter. Um, but yeah, she's got to be doing something, or you wouldn't be. No, no, she's super sharp. Yeah. She's twenty five, and she grew up in the truck with me, man. You know, yeah. that, you know, in, in ninety. <coughs> no, let's see here, ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, probably ninety. January, I don't know, early ninety nine. I had a, a dump truck custom built with a a 40 inch sleeper cab on it and a 15 foot dump bed. And my kids would go to work with me. The sleeper cab was so my kids, you know, I had, I ended up out. having three kids. Yeah. So all three kids could go to work with me and, and hang out with me. And what are the ages of all three of them? Oh my Lord. Uh, Travis just turned 30. <laughs> uh, Sally's 25 and Julia, such a good kid, man. Yeah. She's 18, but you know, she's just got it on right. Yeah. She, she really does. She's going to a cosmetology school right now. and yeah, Still I, your baby? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I give her a kiss goodnight. That's where this has happened a couple of times. Give her a kiss goodnight. You know, I go to bed early because I get up at 3. And, uh, you know, give her a kiss goodnight. And then in the morning when I leave, I'll go in and turn the bathroom light on so I can kind of see her and I don't scare her. I go to give her a kiss. And one morning I woke up and, like, the whole front of her hair was red. <laughs> and I go, did you dye your hair? And she's like, yeah. When? <laughs> Last night. Wow. So yeah, it's been red. It's been blue. It's been, I think, purple. Um, have you? You haven't turned the big five zero yet, have you? No, February seventh, bro. You're right before me. When are you? A month, almost a month before me. On March eleventh. March eleventh. Yeah. We're gonna have to have some fifty. 
bashes. Yep, absolutely. Our, my uh, dude, my sister's planning mine, and she lives in a big old house on you know Peoria. So be prepared. Right on. Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be a bash. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good time. I'm, I'm gonna. Time. Yeah. So I'd like to uh, get this out to some people that you know we went to school with that we all know. Yeah. And hopefully they uh, can tune in and listen to it. Just yeah. To, interested in seeing like what's going on with us what we've done yeah oh, what we're trying to do well yeah exactly <laughs> i don't even know what i'm trying to do i know i wonder why sometimes yeah it's just crazy being you know taking the path that we've kind of taken mine's been a little bit different than yours um but it's still i feel like it's similar yeah i'm um, just being in the business i've had i love it oh it's, i wouldn't trade it for anything no i at freaking all. Some of my framing years have been a little rough. Yeah. Especially, you know, right when the economy started taking a dive. Right. But I freaking love what I do. I love, this is why I started this is because I love talking. One time, one day I was like, I have so many conversations. I do work though. I have so <laughs> many conversations on site about people and their lives. And then one day I was like, I got to start a podcast or something and just talk about idea. it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it is. But just meeting people, the challenges that come up, interactions with, you know, other people in the business, men, women, it's just, I'm so happy that I ended up doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And well, I, I honestly. And you're good at it, obviously, because you're working for Rafter House. And well. I, mean, I would say they're the premier builder in Arcadia. I feel like I know what I'm doing. I don't know yeah. how great or good I am, but uh, well, I enjoy you, doing it. I, I, you'd agree. Rafter House is the premier builder. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, I work for, you know, Elliot Barkin builds amazing houses. Um, you know, Rafter House builds more. Well, if I last there, then I'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I've heard, you know, I know I'm good at what I do. Uh, just, it's not arrogance, but I'm pretty driven. Um, I know how to talk to people. Right. Even when it gets sour. Right. Or when things are good. Um, you know, I have issues like everybody, but uh, I'm glad. Like, they, they've said some stuff to me that makes me realize that they, they're they're into it. You know, they're, they need a guy like me. So yeah. I'm pretty happy. Yeah. And I'm, no. I'm happy to be back in Arcadia, too. I love it there. I know. It's a great it's when a I, great place to work. When and I talk to Mark, the, one of the first things he says, he goes, oh, man, you're going to love it. You'll do like 30 miles an hour all week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. I love that area. Uh, today, let's see, we're on, uh, we're at like 36 in Coolidge, tearing down a house for a new guy. Um, uh, he does a couple a year, but this is the first one we've done for him. Um I got guys over on 34th north of Indian School um, doing some more work for the guys that rebuild the block. Have you met them guys? Who? Nathan at uh, uh, Rebuild the Block. No. Uh, Mark knows them. Yeah. Um, Mark knows everybody. Mark does know everybody. Yeah. He's. And he's got. Have you had him on your show? No, I'm going to. Dude, he, he's been building houses since he was I know. Like old enough to he's a, hold a hammer. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I was stuck in the D.C. ranch area for a while. Yeah. He's he's awesome and he's so good with people. He is. Like he's he I I told him the other day I go my goal is to have you sit in this behind your desk and go, "Man, I'm bored." Right. And he just laughed. But I'm like that is my goal. 
But he's just all over the freaking place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, well, he'll admit it. He's but, just funny. Well, yeah, he is. But I think until you came on, he was managing all those projects pretty much by himself. Oh, yeah. I mean, Austin, I know, was trying to help, too. When, yeah. when, you know, we're Austin kid, But still, he's, he's I told mean, Donna me. Circle, dude, what is that? How, 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 how expensive is that remodel so far? It's, uh, I've heard a lot. Yeah. I've heard okay. a lot. Yeah. And seen them before. Say, uh Okay, we won't. Yeah, say. we won't say. But but they're not adding one square foot of yeah, livable. Yeah, and um, and I've heard the homeowner uh, is just one of the most amazing guys, like just super generous dude. Yep. Um, and I think they just hook up with these amazing people and do good stuff. Well, yeah. Like it's and, and I'm. I'm just, it's not by chance. No, not at all. I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Like I really am. I'm excited, and uh, they're. They seem to be pretty happy that I'm on board. So yeah. it's just, it's nice. Because, yeah. you, know, you know, I don't like change. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to, I was pretty happy where I was. Right. Um, and things just happen, you know. They're, right. There's no, there's no, they're good people. Sure. Um, Absolutely. But it's time to move on. and God opens doors yeah. when, when he and wants I, you to move. And I moved. And, uh, and he opened doors. Yeah. And, yep. And we still get to work together. Amen to that. Yeah. And, and more so. Yeah. And yeah. more so. More so. Yeah. Yeah. You actually, are, yeah. 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 A, a lot more so. Yeah. yeah. Which right. is good. Yeah. I enjoy and, it. And, that, and, and, and whether you edit this out for, you know, Austin and Mark to hear or not, I don't, I don't really care. They, I won't. They, they are. <laughs> Uh, and and it's not just them. It's most of the companies I work for are just the most nicest, genuine, easygoing. And there's a bunch of assholes in Arcadia. Yeah. Um, but the the outfits that I work for, and I'm sure you'll You're probably choosy. say this. Yeah. And you'll probably say the same thing about the trades that that Rafter House uses because, you know, I'm yeah, I'm impressed. They, they don't use. I'm impressed with uh, what I've noticed so far is like when you when some, when you need to get something done, they're like, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm going, really? Not that we're trying to take advantage of them, but no, they know I, they're going to do it. They know that if it's a change, they're going to get paid for it. Yeah, it's it's a different world. They they and, seem to know what they're doing. And that's why. Yeah. Um, as, you know, because, yeah, things come up, things, you know, mistakes happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I tell all my guys, if we screw something up on a job. Uh, I love the pool story. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So that was for Elliot Barkin. This is a funny story. So Brian was kind of having a tough time. Speaking of mistakes. Yeah, speaking of mistakes. Which happens. It does. Not not very often no. with Brian. Brian doesn't, Brian doesn't make mistakes very often at all. Like, uh, But he's human. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean. And uh, Cal. Why who, didn't you fire him? Why, what, fire Brian? Yeah, oh, you should have fired him. He no. made a mistake. Me and Brian got a deal. When I'm, Brian goes, I go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't do this without him. He's no, I'm kidding. Right I'm, it was a joke. But, uh, yeah, Cal was there on that job for Elliot Barkin. It was over in, like, 5055 East Mitchell, I think. And uh, we were demoing a house. And I had to go to court uh, with Ken because Ken got a, you know, no truck route BS court out in, in a Peoria or something. Mm -hmm. and, um, and he was going to the reserves. Yeah, so it was like a rush deal. So anyways, I wasn't there. I just told the guys, concentrate on the house. Well, Brian, like most of my guys, if there's nothing to do, they'll find something to do. Yeah. Well, Cal was sitting there watching them. Uh, and, you know, most of the time we pull out the pools. And so 
Ryan spun around and started tearing out this pool. That was very <laughs> nice. That was supposed to stay. Uh, and uh, but uh, you're you're sitting in a courtroom. I'm in court, and Brian texts me like, uh, "The pool does go right." And I'm like, "No, no, I'm texting him back." You know, I'm in court. Oh, no. no, no. And uh, you know, he texts me back something like, "Oops," and I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> So we get That's, out of court and and I call him and I go you know like some like please tell me you're kidding he's like no man I you know I fucked up I got yeah. half the pool pulled out and and because uh, so, the guy must have come up to him and go yeah he was watching him and then about halfway through you know it kind of dawned on well wait a minute we were keeping that pool <sighs> and uh, uh, this is a great testament to what a great outfit Barkin is so um, I uh, you know I called Elliot I you know sorry. Um, you know, I've already called my insurance company. They will cover it. Uh-huh. Um, I'm headed over there right now. And he's like, okay, well, you know, we'll meet you over here. It'll be okay. And yeah. thinking, no, I live in Waddell in a 1,500-square-foot house on a dirt road. <laughs> this is not going to be okay. <laughs> I don't have a pool. I'd love to have a pool. I don't want to buy one for you. Yeah. And no. uh, so I get out there, and, and, and uh, Cal's there. Tom was there. And Tom and Cal just go, Cal's... Uh, I think Cal's like 81 or 82. Um, just got baptized like a year or two ago in the in the uh, Jordan River. Uh, just a great guy. Mm-hmm. And um, so I pull up and, you know, we're talking. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, insurance company will cover this. You know, you just got to let me know, you know, you know, to, how, how to what to do next. Sure. And uh, Cal and Elliot said, you know, let, let's just think about this and uh, we'll come back and, and talk tomorrow morning. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, I I mean, know my insurance deductible is like, I think, 10 grand or uh-huh. something. So I'm like, well, there goes 10 grand. Right. Which reminds me, I'll tell you another funny story about 10 grand. Okay. And I'm um, going to write that down. Yeah. And uh, 10 grand. <laughs> 10 and, grand. Uh, so the next morning, you know, we meet out there on the job site, and uh, Elliot literally tells me, you know what? We decided, go ahead, change your invoice, charge me for removing the swimming pool. And, and you're like, what? Uh huh. And I'm like, wait, huh? He goes, yeah, you know, it'd probably be better without the pool. <laughs> and I'm going, Lord, thank you so much. I'm like, no, uh, I can't change the invoice, uh, but I will definitely finish the pool. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I. That's so amazing. Much, yeah. I mean, literally, I mean, you know, you put in more pools than I have, being that I haven't done one. Um, but you know, I'm thinking it's, it's probably, expensive. Yeah, forty, fifty, sixty thousand bucks. At least sixty grand is a good number. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, especially yeah. for a house, you know, yeah, in that it, area. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, this was grand. a very nice newer pool, you know, oh, like a no. year or two old, you know, Pebble Tech. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. yeah, love to have it at my house in Waddell. Um, but uh, so the other funny story. On, yeah, the on ten, 10 grand. grand. But I also want to ask you about. Oh, yeah. uh, I hope I'll remember. So, anyways, go ahead. Ten grand. Well, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I just want to know. Maybe we can. Uh, We're both not fifty yet. Yeah. Uh, the no, no. What was your? What's been your biggest demo job? Oh, I lost my ass. Oh, um, that's not a story I wanted. <laughs> no, I tell you what. Uh, like, was it a commercial deal or? No. So, um. Uh, okay, the biggest square footage job I did. Uh, we demoed a 70,000-square-foot building in Sun City for uh, Paul uh, Swinehagen over at Wolf's Demolition. Oh. Um, that was a great You team job. up with him quite a bit? Oh, yeah. They're yeah. nice guys. Yeah, very nice guys. Super nice guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, they got us that job, and uh, uh, it worked out great. We did that job um, in 22 days. 
Is that the... You have a video on your website. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the one I lost my ass on. Oh, okay. What happened? Just... Um, you don't have to tell. No, I, you don't, I don't have to tell I, I the mind. world. Yeah, right. You know, people listen to this in like Australia and. Yeah, well, then they'll know I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem admitting when I completely screwed up. Yeah. Um, it was a, about a 20,000 square foot uh, house. Mm-hmm. Um, elevator, two story, very nice house. Learn some things. You know, when you build a expensive two story house, a lot of times they pour concrete on the second floor. Yeah. So you don't walk around. Yeah. yeah. Didn't calculate that into the thing. Plus, the footings were incredibly huge. Um, yeah, just huge footings on it. Uh, long story short, uh, I think it was about a hundred and a quarter, $125,000 job. Um, and I figure I lost about 150. What? Yeah. Yeah. We were there. I mean, I literally had just about everybody there for, I think, six or seven weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, completely lost our ass, but um, we finished the job because that's what you do. That's what we do. It's your man of your word. Absolutely. Jeez. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a huge huge loss. Oh my god. How yeah. do you how do you figure that stuff? Um, and you know you, you should have a clause in your contract, which uh, you know, uh, like if you have excessive size footings. Yeah. Um, I mean, even the three foot tall pony fence going around the tennis court footings were three foot deep wow two foot wide three foot wide which are huge weigh a lot yeah. hard to get out right yeah yeah no i uh that that was tough. where was so, it um saguaro 6400 north saguaro it's a five acre place over in paradise valley jeez yeah no it was rough it was jeez rough. but uh Hey, you're still alive. Absolutely. And you seem that, happy. So here's the way it worked. So we did we did uh, Paul's big um, Sun City job in the end of December. Um, we started uh, Saguaro like the middle of January. Um, got done like maybe into March. It was terrible. Um, and then right after that, we did a, a big demo for Vermeer, the trenching oh, company. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did a big demo for Vermeer. So between... Uh, Paul's demo and the Vermeer demo, um, I didn't go bankrupt. Uh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So I chalk it up to college education. I've literally got like a half a million dollars now in college education. Wow. Yeah. School of hard knocks. Jeez. But, you know, hey, and you didn't have to take out a loan for it. No, I didn't. That's right. <laughs> Just come right out of your pocket. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, remember Ruben Quesada? Yeah. Yeah. So Ruben, when he first went to uh, college, um, he called me up in disguise his voice and and you know prank me and he's like uh uh hey uh you know and his i can't disguise the voice for shit but basically he said he was quitting nau and wanted to go to work at gti and i was like gti he's like yeah that's that's you garbage tech institute <laughs> so yeah that's where How's i graduated he doing? from he's doing great he just remarried about a year ago and and uh just in the last couple of days he put on facebook he's moving to i saw uh, that boston yeah yeah. He retired. Yeah, he retired that from mother being one effer. Cop. I know, right? In 20 more years, we can do it. Yeah, with nothing. <laughs> yeah. He's going to uh, He's gonna be a, uh, like a police chief at a college. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. that. So, oh, he, he seems yeah. happy. Yeah, he I haven't does. talked to him in a while. His little sister just called me today to give her a price for tearing out some stuff in her backyard. Nice. Uh, yeah, GTI, Garbage Tech Institute. So the $10,000 story. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... Um, uh, for rebuild the block, 
uh, man, what, probably four years ago, I bid a, a house demo for him, and um, they called me and they said, hey, you're about $4,000 more than Joe Stack. Uh, now when I get that phone call, well, we won't, we won't go there. Um, but anyways, they said, you're about four grand more than Joe Stack. And I said, uh, uh, all right, well, I guess I'll match his price. I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But we did. There's a big pine tree on this house over off like 33rd Street and Cells. And, um, Just north of Indian School. Right. Yeah. So uh, we get the house gone. Now we're taking down this huge pine tree. And, uh, you know, we, we'd tie a rope around the big branches and then tie the other end of the excavator, and we use the excavator to guide the branches down. Well, pine trees, you know, they call widow makers where they'll spin. So this big branch of this pine tree spins, the rope snaps, and it crushes the lady's roof <laughs> next door. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, uh, you know, I make the phone oh, call. Oh, because you have insurance. Yeah, I make the phone call first to, to Nate and Nathan. Uh, now it's just Nathan, but make the phone call to both of them or text message, whatever. I think I'm sure that was a phone call. And uh, uh, send them some pictures. And, and yes, this shit just happened. And uh, Those people come out of their house like, what? They, they weren't home yet. Oh, and come God. find out, she was a lawyer, so that worked out really oh, great. Oh, yeah. So we pulled the branch off the... You know, the construction defect lawyer? <laughs> Something. <laughs> I think she was a construction lawyer, seriously. Mm. And uh, so we pull the branch off and, and go, all right, call this a day. You know, tomorrow we'll come back with some 3-8 cable. Uh, let me back up. So when that branch spun, Ken was up in the tree. So explain, uh, what do you mean? So it was such a thick branch and mm-hmm. there was so much weight on it as, as they were cutting it with the chainsaw it actually spun because it just falls the, the weight uh-huh. and it just kind of spun around and snapped the rope and hit the house. Uh. So Ken was up in the tree and when all that happened and knocked him out of the tree, like 12 feet, 15 feet in the air landed on the ground, landed on his, he was headed for his head and he tucked and rolled and landed on his back and Ken, dart. Ken, Ken's art age. And oh. uh, he's in better shape than, than me anyways. And, uh, Me too. <laughs> but but it hurt. Yeah. You know, it hurt. And I'm like, okay, that, you know, he could have died. The house is a big deal, but Ken could have died. That's, sure. that's a much bigger deal. Tomorrow we'll come back and we'll, we'll attack this with uh, some 3 eighths cable. So the next day, uh, which I think was a Thursday, uh, Justin's up in the tree and he saw cutting a branch. And I'm in the excavator. It's the most stressful part of my job. I'd rather tear down a two-story house three feet away from another one yeah. than, than do big old do trees. Yeah. I, I, it's just the most stressful part. Um, nowadays, when there's a stressful tree, I'll get in my truck and leave. And yeah. just let Justin Act like in. you got a phone call? Justin, in, no, I'll just say, fuck it, I'm leaving. You, you guys <laughs> got this. I'll be back in a minute. And then I'll come back around the corner, and they got it. You nice. Know? And Justin and Ken are both really, really good at that. So... Anyways, Justin's up in the tree, who's my son-in-law, married to my sure. daughter, Sally. So Good it, dude. It, it, good dude. Very good dude. And my daughter would probably be pissed if something happened to him. And, um, you know, I'm in the excavator, and I'm paying very close attention. I got tension on the cable. You're in it. I'm in the excavator. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm the one who just about, yeah, I'm, I'm the one who's in the excavator. I got tension on it, and I still to this day don't know what happened because it is by far, I mean, you are so concentrating on what, what's fixing to take place. The cable, when the branch started to go, the cable got just loose enough that it fell behind Justin's head. <laughs> and when it got tight, it pulled Justin's hat off his head, 
could have taken his head, head off, off yeah. with a cable. Right. So that was Thursday, and I'm like, all right, we're done today. Yeah, another day. Yeah, let's get a, a tree guy out here. So um, uh, American Tree came out. John over at American Tree came out, and, and he took that tree down and showed my guys, you know, some really, and, and he, he does training for it and stuff. So yeah. it was very beneficial. Uh, the difference <laughs> in the price was $4,000 that I figured on taking down that tree um, but and having John do it. Right, uh, but I came down on the price to match oh, yeah. Joe Stack. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, long story short, the uh, lady got ten grand for for her damages. Reroofed a portion of her roof. Oh, so it didn't crush the no, whole. No, it it crushed the eave. Oh, but ten know, grand. Ten grand. Jeez. Ten grand. And, I'd have uh, fixed it for five. Right. right. And that was on. Uh, uh, so Thursday, uh, Justin about died. Friday. Um, <laughs> Yeah, thir- Wednesday Ken about died. Friday just or Thursday Justin about died. Friday John came and took well, the tree Ken down. Well, Ken fell to the ground. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And on Saturday I bought my tree truck, which is a two man bucket truck goes yeah, fifty five feet in the air. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, we we only use it for trees when, when we got trees. Yeah. But it's two man bucket lift goes fifty five feet in the air. Got nice. the outriggers on it, and it does exactly what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Keep my guys safe. Yeah, you get up there with saw, chainsaws and right. start nipping off some branches and yeah. instead of you and the excavator with a cable to take your guy's head off. Right, exactly. Sounds like you run a great ship. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes what's the saying? Uh, this is my circus and these are my clowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I'm the, the chief clown. Yeah. Sometimes. So I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Well, thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude. Awesome. We've been at this for a little while. It's been fun. Yeah, it has. Yeah, Thank enjoyed you. it. Thank you for uh, for having me on. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I'll do my thing and uh, let you know what's going on with it when I post it. And you can just tell all your little friends and tell <laughs> my little. Yeah, everybody can listen. Yeah. Seriously, no, I appreciate you coming on. No, thank you. It's been a good time. Glad yes. I got to uh, hear some more stories and uh, clarify some of the ones I thought might have happened that didn't. So. Yeah. And I, we didn't talk about the things you didn't want to talk about. And I appreciate that very much. <laughs> I really want to, though. I know, but don't. you guys, there's, yeah, there's been some good. We we've got some good high school stories, but I'm not allowed to talk about them. So, right, maybe, uh, maybe on another show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. I'll thank let you, you know when this all comes out. Right on. All right, buddy. See ya. See ya. Holy moly. That was a good time. Uh, hopefully uh, you're listening to this now and made it through. But uh, God, I can't tell you how fun this stuff is. Uh, uh, thanks again, Bill George, for joining me on the show. Um, that was a lot of fun. I don't know what else to say. Uh, it's been a while since we actually talked about doing it. But uh, yeah. Anyways, hope everybody has a great week. Whatever you're doing, stay safe. Stay cool and avoid the Rona. <laughs>